Hi folks and thanks for listening to this Tortoise Shack podcast. A couple of weeks ago myself and Martin passed a bit of a milestone as we had our 1000th episode of the Echo Chamber for which we recorded a Q&A where effectively our Tortoise Shack members submitted questions and we kind of went through some of the highlights, lowlights, best... Uh, Best and worst of the last six and a half, nearly seven years now of the Echo Chamber. It's been a real roller coaster. Plenty of ups, probably more downs, but we just keep on going. Uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. But the ask is obvious. Please click on the link that says patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack. Join us and help us do the next 1000 episodes. You may not agree with everything we do. You may not actually believe in everything we say, but that's kind of the point. The echo chamber exists to carve out that space for conversations that you won't hear elsewhere in a way that I believe is accessible and people get a lot out of it and the stats bear it out. I mean, we've had literally millions of people have listened to our podcasts. It's phenomenal to say that, but that's the truth. And during all that time, we've stuck to our guns. We haven't had ads. We haven't had sponsors. We've we've never pulled punches. We've never been self-censored. We've, we've never jumped on board with any of the uh, more corporate podcast models out there. In fact, we rail against them. And while that financially makes things very difficult, we believe that enough people listen, some of you will pay it forward. So if you think that maybe one day if you bumped into me, you'd buy me a cup of tea and a scone, this is your way of doing it. The way you buy us a cup of tea and a scone is you join us on Patreon and you help these mics stay on and conversations happen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for rating, reviewing and, and letting people know. Again, we have no budget for advertising. We simply are hand to mouth on this. If you can, one more time, patreon.com forward slash tortoise I'll shut up now and let you enjoy episode 1000 of the Echo Chamber podcast. Hello and welcome to the 1000th episode of the Echo Chamber podcast. Martin, can you believe we're at a thousand episodes? That's a lot. That's a lot, isn't it really? It can, um, it's can, a huge amount. You know the little, the, the arsehole in me can't let it sit because you know it's, this isn't really our thousand episode. We've done more because if you remember even at the time, we've done a few specials. Yeah. And we never and we never numbered them, you know. The, the... Plus, we've we've done one or two that we never released either. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's a few of them that'll. I well, no, but the ones even I do count the ones that stay behind the paywall, but I don't count. We've had only a couple that we we couldn't really put out. One was because I think uh, we were uh, us and uh, us and several guests were highly intoxicated. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, and there was another one where um, I think we've had we've had one or two where unfortunately I know one person was leaned on by their employer. If you remember the situation I do. like I do. that, I do. I do remember. Uh, and, and we had another one where there was an individual who was trying to cross a border. Who, who, uh, that's right. We couldn't give away their location. Crazy stuff. Like, you have absolutely crazy stuff. So, you've no idea. But anyway, look, um, I asked you answered, uh, the call to, to send in a few questions. I, I, I won't, I kind of tried to group them because there's, there's a lot of them that kind of are of a similar theme. So, they're just, I've just kind of said, if that sort of, well, that kind of fits under that and we'll, we'll go from it from that. Is. So, so I'm going to start, Martin, with you, if you don't mind. That's okay. uh, and, and, and the really simple question, I suppose, was, um, Give us your uh, your best guests that you can think of, and it's his best guest. But I I I'd, I'd say maybe you know if you give us two or three, that's plenty. Those the ones I learned from most are the best guests to me. So 
Simone, the human rights lawyer we had on, was mm. excellent. Um, I learned a lot from Simone about the the legal profession in that if you put time into something, that's the difference between winning and losing. And that to me was a big factor because you know yourself, you've dealt with solicitors. I've de- time is of a premium with these people, but the more time they put into things, the better there's a, the results the other end. Mm. So Simone was, I, I thought was brilliant. Um, always Simon McGar. He educates me all the time, all the time. And um, we're getting a very legal trend here. Well, Simon, it's not so much, it's GDPR, uh, and I suppose it's not so much the legal end Simon has educated me on, but the, the practicality end of it, people, oh, I can't do that, GDPR. You know, it's really about what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. It's Mark, very... keep going, keep it going, you. <laughs> Who else would I go for on that list? From a, from the sort of, the, the social strata, I like having Lenny on. Lenny's mm. a good conversationalist, but my favourite guest for a good chat is always Constantine. Always. Yeah, no, yeah, I would, I would, I would imagine that we put about forty minutes of our conversations with Constantine. That tends to be about ten minutes before and about twenty minutes it's after. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, I, like I find Constantine has his finger on a pulse, and he's not afraid to say it. It's actually that was one of the episodes that never got counted. Was the day I did the road trip with him and recorded in the car. Do you remember that back? That's back when we had shit sound quality tone. Oh well, had excuse me, we still do for the most part on your on your head. Be it. Um, yeah, but, I do. And 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 Constantine is a good pal of the podcast, actually, and he's very well informed. Um, I think he's a loss to the Irish media. I, I think he's a huge loss. To the I Irish don't media. think he. I don't think he cares anymore. I don't think he wants that back. Any. I don't think he'd. You know, he enjoyed doing Vince and Brown show. I don't see him wanting to do. The likes of a Claire Byrne show, which yeah. is don't it's no, it's no, not, no, it's, it's not, just it's not for him. It's not no. the freedom he needs to speak. Um, I, I, I don't think I'm not going to pick a, a best guest. I, well, actually, sorry, if you force me to, I'd probably say Martin. Uh, he shows up more often than not. Um, <laughs> he's, he's the one he's, thing I am is punctual. Uh, you can be sure if I turn up, I if will. I, be got, yeah. <laughs> so, so first, first thing, punctual. Second thing, unreliable. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of contradiction, folks. But there you go. He's, he's probably the best guest because he's, he's, he usually, he usually shows up. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's about the size of it. No, I, I actually don't think I could pick a favorite guest. I really don't. I, I, I'd rather think of sort of favorite moments and actually some of the moments Martin are different things they're moments that happened maybe they wouldn't have even happened on the podcast they happened after the podcast yeah, you know like yeah. like you're like you're, you're sitting there and someone sends you a video of um Thomas Pringle talking about so you know literally reading something verbatim that he had just heard on our podcast a few days ago or you have Mary Lou McDonald talking about Hannah Salah's reporting from Gaza actually that's you know. a that's a that's a thing that I do notice quite a lot that that stuff we would discuss eventually gets into the public psyche eventually gets mainstream in fact when we first started um I would have said that we were considered to be quite far left but we're not anymore considered to be quite far left we are lefties but we're it, not I, I remember the first time we met Mel Reynolds for example Mel's a good Southside architect uh, we dragged him over he didn't know where he was going and he genuinely had this opinion that like you know what am I doing here and um, and he said I've only got 40 minutes and that was him laying out a marker to kind of say look I'm, I'm in and out here 
I think we had to do a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah but, but again, yeah, I agree with you by saying we were, people would have said, but actually, that's, that's we may, we may touch on that, um, you know, about that idea that we were seen as, as kind of radical leftists, but uh, not so much anymore. Um, have you a favourite episode? Because that's something that's, it's, it's, an, it's one that came up in a couple of paragraphs people sent to me, a favourite episode. Have you got one? Favourite ones that, I recorded, but not favorite ones that I listened to. Is that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's when you finish a podcast and and you just go, I enjoyed that. I got lots out of that. I, I think the one I did uh, recently with Matt is probably the technically the best podcast I've ever done. Technically, the mm. best podcast I've ever done. And that's on that was on the bogus self employment in the bogus self yeah, and it is because Matt and I both know the 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 subject matter so well. We were able to talk really, really in detail about it, and and I I enjoyed doing it. It's very rare I get to do that. Very rare I get to do that. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Oh, the ones that I the certain people's company I enjoy hmm. certainly, you know. Yeah, but and usually it's it's the bigger the the I suppose the the bowsy, the better the reputation, the better the interview. Like Brendan Ogle is a great interview, you know. Brendan Ogle was Brendan Ogle sat and uh, waved that big shovel of a hand in my face, and and uh, uh, when I when I called him far left, do you remember that? Uh, just yeah. Uh, and then we did that we did that podcast in a park in Swords, me and Brendan just rapping about having cancer and dealing with it and that was um that was a departure for me you know i don't i don't do stuff like that so it was a departure for me and i and i enjoyed doing it now mentally physically it takes too much it takes too much to do it you know i wouldn't be in a rush to do it again yeah you're actually in a thousand episodes in and you still hate telling people anything about you yeah. <laughs> See, everybody thinks they know me. No, no, they no, no. Don't. But even the people who... <laughs> Problem is, and you know this, the, the reason you have to maintain that barrier is because if people did know you, they'd like you even less. Yeah. And... <laughs> Let's just say I'm really anti-social. <laughs> yeah. You're a prick. Um, I like having conversations, but then go home, goodbye. But, but like, again, I go back to little moments like that where it's so, so... I had a crazy moment when um, I was, I you know the story, I think I, had, I was down in Dolly Mount maybe with, with, with the kids and they were in the water and uh, I was wading in the water and I was I took the, the phone out to, to take a couple of pictures of them playing in the water with the dog and I got an email in and the email was from David O'Doherty and I went, what's that? And I saw an MP3 file attached and it was him singing that ridiculous theme song that we have at the end of it and it was just like, oh my God. Dave O'Darty just recorded it. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was another good interview, actually. Like, like when you think, I think when we, we when uh, we Martin, back, we never interviewed David. Did we not interview David? Never. No, we didn't. Uh, do you know who you I'm are? Thinking I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Paddy. Is who I'm thinking of. Paddy who? Uh, Paddy, the guy who does the entertainment. You know, he just takes the the 1916 show on the road. Paddy, Paddy Cullivan. Cullivan. That's who I was thinking. Are you seriously comparing Paddy <laughs> Cullivan to David O'Doherty? <laughs> I'm, I, That's who I was thinking. I'm thinking we might not put this podcast out now. <laughs> I'm I, I have to think, like when I think, Tony, we have, and I'm not going to say who, but we've had one bad interview in five years. Oh, no, we've had a lot of bad interviews. And, and I have to say, I put that, and you know I do, I put that firmly at our door. 
We have let ourselves down in interviews, but we've only ever once have had a guest that was difficult. That was difficult. No, well, I've had several guests that were difficult. Sure, I remember one, I remember the first time talking to Dara O'Brien, we had to step outside before he came back in again and take 15 minutes in to, to calm down. So I've had lots of that. I don't mind that. But I do think that the, the sometimes when, like, let's tell the truth. You're not... Um, you're you're interviewing people. Your job is to try and bring the best out of them, yeah. and 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 sometimes we don't we didn't manage it, and sometimes I felt like that's disappointing that you know we didn't manage to get that across the line, and uh, I think we we should be I should think we should should be critical of ourselves about that, you know. Um, oh, Tony is uh, for the for listeners. Tony is extremely critical. He's his own worst enemy, without a doubt. <laughs> and it, well, it, I have to balance us out because you do not give two fucks. <laughs> Literally, I like I like conversation. You spent you spent the first three months of the podcast calling people when we had guests over by their Twitter handles. Yes, yeah, and I I I, I generally do know people by their Twitter handles. It is yeah. strange, and that I wouldn't recognize them in person. You know. Yeah, no, and I, I when you had to read um, at seven two three nine seven family, you know that was a bit strange. Well, the one thing that does is names. I'm, I'm bloody awful with bloody names. I have faces, but names aren't. Awful with awful with names, that, that's, and I have to practice names. Yeah, well, no, that's names. pronouncing names. Yes, yes that's I that's been that's been something like you can <laughs> if, 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 if if you've been on our Sunday shows at all. Generally, we finish around one o'clock, and about four minutes past one, I'm ringing him, going, "How the fuck can you not say Shamim yet?" <laughs> And he's like, I did say it. I said, listen back to what you said. Anyway, yeah, no, that is it. There, there, you're, um, you're, 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 have you got a dream guest? Um, have I got a dream guest? Few, actually. A few dream hurry guests. Up, hurry up, hurry Um, uh, one I don't want to say, and uh, there's one I don't want to say because it would be a controversial interview. So I'm not going to say who the one is. So you're going to be a coward. Uh, That's not like you now. Well, it is, it, but it's uh, it's it's not because I'd like to actually do the interview, and I do hope at some stage to do it. So I'm not going to tip the person off that I want to interview them. Um, who would I like to interview? There's nobody on the Irish political scene. I'd like to interview Jeremy Corbyn. Um. Just to find out what makes the guy tick. Not necessarily his politics, but the personality behind the politics. Um, who else would I like to interview? Like for for an argumentative interview, for for interviewing somebody that's that you could I'd I'd actually like to interview the the head of the High Court. That's who I'd like to interview. The head of the High Court? Yes. I mean, like so like, in a robust interview. Like I'd like to like I find in Ireland that if you're talking to somebody with a big title, we'll say it's the, it's the head of the high court. People are, are very deferential. I'd like to be less deferential. I'd like to be a harder interview. Uh, and um, and then is there doesn't so that's your kind of that's your that's your dream one, is it? Um, there isn't anybody out there like Miley Cyrus. I'd interview Miley Cyrus, but what's the chances of me interviewing Miley Cyrus? You know, well, I, I I wouldn't I. I, I, oh, look. I find her an interesting character. I find her a very interesting cultural character. I think she's going to be kind of, and I don't mean this in a disparage, I mean this in, in the best of ways. She's going to be as well um, liked and well known as Dolly Parton. And she's actually a brilliant bloody singer. 
So I would like to interview her. I think she's had uh, an interesting life and I think she's an interesting social figure. So I would like to interview her. Yeah, um, I'd be very much... Um... I, I like there's a couple of people and it's 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 really uh, and one of them uh, turned me down was was uh, Is- Isabel Wilkerson who wrote the book uh, Cast the Origins of Our Discontents and uh, she she uh, couldn't get her on but I absolutely love her her writing um, David Simon the creator of The Wire who I happened to bump into once I'd just love to have a chat with him because uh, I don't and, watch TV that's yeah, lost but, on but, but you don't like it's not it's about it's about the social commentary in his work that I'd like to talk to him about you know because it's about um, street gangs and, and, and the problems caused by crime and how it's caused by inequality kind of thing I'd like to have that conversation and I'm closer on that one than I am on Isabel Wilkerson so, so um, actually Stephen King is another one I'd like to interview I've read every book Stephen King has ever written um, from an early age, and I would like to interview. I think he's a, another interesting See, character. See, I push back. You've said Stephen King and Corbin. Everybody's talked to them. That's that's why I would. Oh, you see, that's that's you know, I, I'm not interested in Stephen King. That Stephen King writes books. Yeah, but he's done he's done a, a, a thousand others, like where he's done all the other conversations about what makes him tick and who he is and where his motivations come from. And I just think you know you want people who are Beckon famously hard to 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 give you anything like there's there's a like there's a brilliant conversation that uh, John C Riley had with Mark Maron and John C Riley was determined not to give him anything and when he then mentioned his brother John C Riley was 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 really angry with himself because he'd let some something out because and he, I, I like John C Riley but this is like you see him out and about in Dublin going on the sauce and and playing and singing songs in pubs but you don't like you, when he does these sort of things these media things they don't like no one has really scratched the surface of a guy like that and the same with David Simon and I can tell you it's the same with Isabel Wilkerson because she won't come back and talk to me but um, I, 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 there's just um, I, I suppose I should have really mentioned the team you, you mentioned about, about teams that, were, that run through it uh, and some people did have impact and I do want to go back to a very early guest and say um, when, when we spoke to Maeve O'Rourke she had an impact on the direction of the entire podcast. She did, and st- and continues to actually. Yeah. In honesty, uh, yeah. Maeve, there there are a couple of people like that. There are certainly a couple like um, Fred Logue is another one. Um, you know, on the environmentalism, uh, certainly another one that that we look to quite a lot to see what's going on. Um, there are yeah, there are pivotal yeah, but I, people. But there I think pivotal people. But, but I think you're. I think you're underselling Maeve, even when you're like I'd put her above all of them for that because her focus was on a human rights lens on anything. So whether it was be the environment, whether it be access to justice, whether it be mother and baby homes, Magdalene laundries, or immigrants trying to you know seek refuge, all of these things, she put them. She put that prism there by you know whereby she's like, why do we have a, an Oireachtas committee sitting on you know a business committee? Why don't we have a human rights committee? Why don't we have them sitting saying how's Ireland doing towards its goals and and you know in yeah and and Mavis, Mavis is an exceptional person. She just is an exceptional person. But you know it's all genuine with Maeve. There's nothing put on with Maeve. It's all a hundred percent genuine. She believes everything she does. 
Yeah, I, I just think, you know, oh, the other obvious question that came in twice was, uh, how's my gammy toe? And the answer is, um, it doesn't look as bad because I broke the other toe last year and now I have two horrendous feet. So, um, <laughs> so on, on, she sticks both in all the time. Yeah, yeah so it doesn't <laughs> absolutely, like, you do not want to see, like, I go out and if, I, if, I, if I'm in flip-flops, the kids don't want to be anywhere near me. Um, so, so thanks for forever brought that up. Uh, just a, a couple of kind of, broader ones Martin and it's this is one I think you'll struggle with because someone asked me did they think has the podcast changed you yeah 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 it has um it has changed a lot of my opinions or, or maybe preconceptions might be better I'd have had preconceptions and yeah it changed on pretty much everything on pretty much everything like I would have always considered myself pre-left pre-liberal but you know I'm lefter and more liberal from talking to the people we talk to, and yeah, I, I, um, yeah, it really does influence me, and I, I reserve the right to change my opinion, um, which I don't think a lot of people do these days. They make an opinion, and then they feel they have to back that opinion up constantly, whether it's wrong or right. I'm very much if somebody explains it to me in a way that makes sense, and I take it on board, I will change my opinion and say I've changed my opinion. I have a right to change my opinion. Where did you where did you ever change an opinion? Um, well, I'll be quite honest with you, Tony. Um, I when when um abortion started out, when the whole referendums, when the, the the noise started out, I wasn't quite sure where I stood, and I wasn't quite sure. And very quickly through conversations with people, and it would have been the first time in my life I've had these conversations with people, um, that I very quickly said, "Oh yeah, that is the right side of the coin. That is that's that's." It needs to be about choice. It it needs to be about uh, reproductive rights. That's that's the angle. That's the right angle to come at it. So yeah, that that that. Not that I was anti-abortion. It's just I wasn't as. Um, I suppose I wasn't as well informed. And as soon as I got better informed, I was able to have a better opinion about it. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. Um... I don't know. I, I, I kind of think has it changed me? Not really. Um, uh, am I am I much different? I don't know. I'm I probably well, I'm, definitely, when I first, I'm a definitely a different broadcaster. Definitely. When when I first met you, you were quite um, I suppose insistent uh, train of thought. And you're fucking worse now than you were ever. So it it hasn't changed. No, no, I can the least. <laughs> I, I, I can be definitely single minded. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But but one of us has to be. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, like when we talk about like so so has it changed? Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely it's expanded everything I I want to know about. I mean, I God, I need it's I, the learning end of it. Tom. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I'm trying. Sometimes I feel like I'm trying to drink out of a fire hose. You know, I'm literally trying to drink out of a fire hose. So the little bits that I can catch in my mouth, I can remember some of them uh, and then maybe tell people a few nuggets about them later on. But I could be like, you know this. We know it's like, it's like I, I'm going, you're getting a message from me and I'm going, see see what happened in Ramallah last night. And it's like, you know, yeah. what, did, did you hear about the Did you hear about the riots in the streets of Peru? Did you hear about, and you're like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and it's I, even casually, I listen to the radio. You know, I don't watch TV, but I do listen to radio. And if I'm in the car around uh, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, I'll switch it over to news because I can't 
damned terribly. So I'll just switch it over to Newstalk. And I spend my whole time going, well, that's bollocksology. Mel, Mel Reynolds, and that's bollocksology because Orla Hegebs, and that's bollocksology because Simone's, and, and that's that's the way I listen to things now is, is, is I, 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 think, I think a lot of the information that we've taken on we just hear stuff and we automatically know it's crap, whatever yep. this, it's crap. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I get that, but I still don't get why you would have to say the name of that radio station when we're having a conversation about actual um, people who know what they're on about as opposed to that fucking right-wing there are, rag. There are two radio stations, in my opinion. There are two relevant radio stations in Ireland. Whether you like or dislike them, they're relevant. RTE and News Talk. And uh, I prefer, I always prefer OT, always, always prefer OT. And I know, you know, it's not perfect. It's not great, but it is better. Far, far we better. Were at, we were asked, the, we were, one of the questions was about, about actual, um, the, the, the media and, you know, the, the joke that we always make that we're the bottom rung of the media ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel the perception of, of, us and it was asked of it was asked of me and I'm going to ask it of you. The perception of you has has, has been changed from when you started a podcast to now. Um, and I mean you... this by journalists, like not not. I'm not saying this by you know general public. I'm saying the journalists treat you differently now. Gosh, that's a difficult one. Um, I don't know. Tell me. I'll be straight up. I'll be straight up, but I don't know. I had a lot. I've had a lot of interaction with journalists over the years. Um, I don't know. Has it changed? Um, I suppose it's like uh, they expect you to have a level of understanding of how the system works and what can be printed and what can't be printed. And I would always disagree. Um, what can be printed and what can't be printed. I would always disagree and always have done. Um. But no, I don't think it has changed my relationship with with people. Um, yeah, I oh, yeah. so. I'd actually, I'd actually see, I'd see it differently. I'd see that if uh, you hadn't done the podcast, you would, they wouldn't even know you exist. Um, do they know I exist anyway, Tony? Mm, they do. do I, I care whether they like, do like, they like, 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 like Mick Clifford wrote the article and he called you the expert. So that that doesn't happen without without. Uh, six years of, of, of broadcasting and talking about these subjects with that not just having a Twitter account, man. Yeah, I have to say, being able to talk about subjects has honed knowledge, uh, honed my knowledge really quite well in areas like housing is an area, um, you know, GDPR is an area. So, yeah, it hones your skills in areas, certainly does. Yeah, I just think, I no, I, I genuinely don't see how... You, I, I see the link between the idea that that there's a certain cultural like I mean you got to remember like there there's there's gazillions of podcasts there now right yeah. and and there's like sorry but there's a lot of fluff um and actually that was that was also a question someone said do, do you think we'd be better off with with someone like Acast or Go Loud I'll let you take that first go I I'm not prepared to compromise myself to that degree that would be on maybe given out about banks and then all of a sudden there's an advert for a bank inserted or that we'd be given out about the housing situation and suddenly there's a there's property whatever reads or something advertised. No, I can't can't let it sit in all conscience with me. Um I can't. I can't and I'm sorry I can't and I know to a, gr- a great degree you can't either, Tony. And that is something we have ha! common. You're 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 guys I'm worse than you. 
Yeah. I won't. I'm actually worse than you. I I I terrorize people who do go to those organizations because you self censor. I do terrorize people because they 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 throw their lot in with that, and then every third ad is from the government of Ireland, and you're supposed to be speaking out. You cannot be totally impartial if your income stream relies on the people you're supposed to. Well, be unless you can have the ad inserted and then immediately no. call the ad bollocksology afterwards. No, no, yeah, that no. that doesn't matter. That's back to the platforming issue. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's back is. to like that's literally like saying like the the that's like saying well you know we went in there. That, and we and we disagreed with this thing, but I'm taking their money. Get a grip, okay? Yeah, and, yeah. and 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 the idea of pulling punches because that's what happens. It becomes self censorship. You absolutely go into that realm where you're you you swallow a little bit of your integrity when you do it. Now, would we be better off if the question was, would you be better off? Yeah. Oh yeah, because because those podcasts they get paid on by by the thousand. So ever you know many people hear that they get paid a cut of that on the uh, ad revenue sharing. So you know, and that's the other thing. I, I won't hear. I don't like hearing other people saying, "Oh, you know, uh, you go on about the Patreon a lot." Yeah, because the alternative is no podcast. I, I watched that's the alternative. I watched a YouTube video last night. I was, I was looking to see how you put in a shower tray. That's what I was looking. And the chapter in the YouTube video did it like a 10 minute spiel in the end saying, people give out about me doing a, a patron show. Well, how the hell am I meant to keep going if I, and that's basically it, you know. It would help uh, if you do the odd one, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it, it is, you can't, it's just the model. We don't decide the model of how you do these things. This is just how you do it. It's the only way to keep the lights on. We, we haven't decided. It's the only I'd much rather if you all paid in advance. Thanks very much. You know, that would be like if you're buying a newspaper, you pay for it before you read it. With a podcast, you get to listen to it first and then decide whether you pay for it or not. Or listen to the, you listen to maybe a few hundred episodes and then decide not to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look, and that's the conundrum we're in. A lot of it is about informing people about bringing subjects into the public domain um so if we want to keep doing that we're kind of stuck with the model we we have it'd be i'd, I'd much prefer to say put it all behind the paywall and fuck you all if you don't pay for it, you don't get it and you know i'm like that and you know i'm like that um but the, then we're not achieving the no, then the you're not getting because the more. Set out to. What's more important is 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 hope. Obviously, there should be some sort of happy medium, but it's more important than like if you're talking about, let's say, for example, um, the the time we we raised hell on the Oscar Trainer site. Yeah, we raised hell on the Oscar Trainer site. Um, called uh, true true open the 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 mics had a Zoom, did a live pod on online. Uh, caused consternation and then they march into the Dublin City Council to have a vote on it and the, the government party's lost. Yeah. And, and we knew, you know, we caused that. We started that in, in, in the public domain. We started a conversation that then, no, not taking credit for it because we were told by other people who were involved and they we need to do this and we yeah. went, yeah, yeah, but, and but again, no one else, that's, no one that's, else drops, no one else drops the drops everything at a heart's at a, at a moment's notice and just right. says, let's and, do it. And that's and there the are people, and you know this, and I know this. There are people who can send us a message, and we'll do a podcast with. I know them I, at the drop of a hat. I like. I mean, the worst thing that happens to me is a Friday evening, and I get a message from Attractive Ivrin, and she says, "I've seen something in the order of business for next week." 
and I and it's half ten, and I'm you know me. That's that's my bedtime, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. and I'm just like it's half ten. It's Friday evening, and I just going okay, attractor. Um, what's tomorrow morning? Let's go. Let's get. This Actually, done. I should have mentioned attractor earlier as as one of the great influential people in the tourist shack. She really is. Mm, absolutely goes 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 without saying. But the, again, a driver of change. Uh, yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely, and and, and you know. Attractor is is a force. You, you, people don't know how much of a force she is. she's a force. She just yeah. is. They will learn this full. That was that was kind of the origin story, wasn't it? Where I turned around to you and I said, "There's there's hundreds of great people out there who you never hear anywhere." Uh, and we we, talk we to see them. it every day of the week. We see the same talking heads on RTE and you start the exact. Safe pairs no, of no, hands. No, 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 you don't now. You you see people who have appeared. Yes, you see the same rotating dozen or so people and, and you know, throw in half or, half a dozen econ bros or whatever it is. But you also see now people who cut their teeth doing echo chamber podcasting. Oh, yeah. And you oh, see yeah. them regularly. You see them regularly. Like, there's no question that, that, that like, like people forget Rory Heron was a guest before he had a podcast. He was, he was you know what I mean? before he had a podcast. And like people, and I know they were probably in the public domain beforehand, but who have really come into their own. Simon McGarr has, has, we did an interview with him. And do you remember the two of us just looked at each other halfway through the interview and we said, we just said, we're not turning off the mics. We'll just keep going. We'll keep going wherever it goes. Because he was an exceptional guest. Yeah, but, it, but it was, it's so but much now, more than that. But like, now you now you see you could see Simon in any newspaper or on any TV show, you know, and he is, yeah. and I like I don't think we started Simon up, but I certainly think we gave Simon a platform where he could be Simon. Yeah, well, look, I mean, it's that's that's more to do with us just getting out of the way of the guests. That's right. That's it, and we do that a lot. People think we don't, you know. Well, our big thing is get out of the way. Let yeah. the guest be the guest. Yeah, no, we've like we like we are very political. There's no question about it. That's the other thing about the the whole uh, ask me about Go Loud. Go Loud or Bauer Media. Bauer Media, a right wing organization. Uh, yeah. They, they, Bauer Media used to publish a Nazi sympathizer uh, magazine, and the only people who gave out about it was the Tory government in the UK. Okay. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> so no. so so right. That's who they are. So I, you know, just it's just not a fit for for people like us, and it's just not. And they and actually, what we do is, if we went to someone like that, we'd bring our cultural capital to them. They'd go, look at us. We have a lefty thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, there is. Uh, we've pointed this out, man. Many, many times in mainstream media, there is no lefty radio show, TV program, anything, not on any forum anywhere. And you got to ask the question, why do we have so many right wing shows and no left ones? That's editorial decisions. And, it is, and, and, but that's and, the mainstream media for yeah, It's corporate interests as well. Like, who's going to, if, if your show is sponsored by KPMG, you're hardly going to turn around and say, by the way, we don't favor private property, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's the pull and punches thing, Tony. People, you know, it took me a while to get that. The better you know somebody, the less inclined you are to ask the really difficult questions, the really harsh and we have to remind each other to do it, and we do remind each other to do it. Yeah, no, if you like, ah, look, I mean, it's it's also it's it's also de- a change whereby, like, I if you think we say bad things to to maybe like we had a conversation yesterday with Ono Brin, 
and uh, we're talking. No, 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 it won't be. Won't. I'll tell you straight. I'd had a, a Fianna Fáil member of government to say that I was being very harsh on him, and I straight away went, "You're harsh on all of us." And I said, "I fucking hope so." You know, I really do hope so that that the idea that I that I'm not being would actually horrify me. But that being said, there's also an element of yeah, you do unfortunately get to know people. You know them, and you know like so. So you're sitting there and you're watching something play out. And you're, you know, like you could be, I've seen situations, Martin, you know this, where I know someone has had literally life altering surgery and there's people calling for all sorts of stuff about them. We we knew there was issues with, 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 with politicians whereby you're going, actually, lads, you, you know, you're wrong on this. Like this is, this is a, this is a family matter and you want to pull this stuff out. So you do get that and you, and that doesn't mean that you're pulling punches. It just means that you're not a monster. And I don't think I think you have to be very careful of of becoming, uh, and that's one thing that I have seen since we started. Unfortunately, is the rise of these kind of conspiratorial things. Well, you know, actually, like, and it was something I was going to come come to that the the most disappointing thing I've seen in our time doing the podcast is the rise of turfism. It's the most disappointing thing I've seen. Um, it, it's a spectrum of stuff, but that's the focal point of these imported culture wars that are coming over here. And when you see people getting roped into the arguments, uh, it, it's just so disappointing. And it's so saddening to see that we can we it has been imported over here and there's simply no need for it. Live and let live, people. It's that simple. I, I'd, well, I mean... On the trans issue, I don't like even talking because then we give it oxygen. There is no I, trans I, issue. There's I, no I, trans look, debate. It's just people. It's just people living their lives the way they want to live but, their lives. But the, but, but the people who want to import something like that, they're not going to stop with trans people. We already ah, see that. And, it, you know, like we see it. You know, they try to weaponize that. They try to weaponize migration. They're trying to weaponize. And then, it, you know, it's it's it really is a playbook. It's a, it's a right wing, far right playbook. And there's too much of that going on. Um. Quick question, Martin, that we did get in, and I don't think it's actually that unfair. Do you think the left can actually govern? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The idea that the left can't govern is just right-wing nonsense. Utter right-wing nonsense. In fact... Back it up. Back it up. Okay, well, I'll back it up and I'll look to Portugal, Tony. And I always look to Portugal. They had pretty similar situation. Two parties swapping in and out of government for after their dictatorship ended. And then, by accident, a left government got elected. And it was the Communist Party who rang the the Socialist Party and said, actually, we have the numbers. And they all came together. And it was a very desperate group of people. Lots of different opinions. But they made it work. Did they? And they made it work. They did. And then well, they, they, well, they, well, they've wiped out the Communist Party. Well, you know... <laughs> They might have wiped out the communist party, but they've taken out some of the communist ideals, isn't that? Well, that's that would be the hope that they've been dragged. That's why you need someone to plant the flag to that position further to the left. That's right, because you need someone to drag. That's why when we say people get sitting, you're not being reasonable. Get get in the sea. Like like, why be reasonable when when we're playing on a pitch where you you are actually paid a bottom paid for the referee. So if you're going to have the, you know, if you if you have the rules of the game stacked in your favour, the least I can be is unreasonable. And I see that, but I do worry that the left in Ireland isn't actually genuinely of the left. Maybe that's just me saying they're not left enough for me. 
that's my concern. I oh, don't. I don't know. I don't know. I like. Uh, I, I think. Okay. Well, let's talk parties. Let's let's talk particular parties. Let's talk Sinn Fein. Are Sinn Fein of the left? I think so. Have they moderated um, to be more voter friendly? Voter friendly? Yeah, absolutely. I okay. I I I think. Arshin Fein of the left, uh, to to be confirmed. I uh, do. Do you think do, uh, you're asking me Arshin Fein moderating? Uh, I think they're just they're just trying to play be all things to all people because yeah, you can well, do that in opposition. Yeah, you politics. can do that in opposition. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't. But but again, you know, definitely a big TBC for me. Uh, besides that, because there are there people in the party who are of the left. Absolutely. Do I believe that the overall um, the overall ambitions of the party are in keeping with? Maybe you say an eco-socialist vision for the country. I don't know. I don't know. So, so that's a fair point. It's a fair point. And but compared to what's in there, yeah. I, I, yeah. Listen, you know, we we get we literally have people who get away with saying that Finnegale because they you know were around for repeal are somehow left, and you're like, oh god, here we go again. You know, this is just nonsense. Stop, 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 stop. If your if your main driver is capital, uh, the interest of capitalism, you are definitively right wing. I, I and people saying unreasonable, Tony. Look, what's really unreasonable is that we're in the middle of an eco disaster. Uh, and there was a reporter even yesterday, I know we'll talk about it at some stage, but there was a reporter even yesterday saying, it's, the clock is already too late. We're already screwed. So anybody who's not talking in the context of uh, we're in this serious crap with our, with our environment is being unreasonable. They are not facing the reality of the situation. Yeah, well, look, um, I, I just think that, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, horse trading goes on in Irish politics there's a lot of people who have no ideology other than keeping their seat and uh, I don't say that's the vast majority in Leinster House well some of them have a lot of people have party allegiances which get in the way of doing good work and that is also something you know the idea that that's something that uh, maybe maybe just the anarchist in me that's coming well, out it's like more this and more vote, it's like this vote that's going to happen this evening Tony Quay tomorrow t- uh, sorry tomorrow you know, we've had votes of conscience. Why isn't housing people a vote of conscience? You know, of course it's a vote of conscience. Did you did you see what I tweeted about the the Finnafall brunch? No. It was I was I was I, just before we started. I was over at the Finnafall brunch. It was so they got people in to tell their real experiences, and everybody was crying their eyes out. And Robert Troy got up and said how this eviction ban has played havoc with his <laughs> rental empire. <laughs> Uh, Get a grip, lads! Like, uh, do, do not tell me that you know that the that the the moneyed rentier um, property only landlord class have as big a problem as the as the family wondering whether to go down the Park Gate Street and present as homeless. One There's, is stubbing a toe, the other is losing a leg. Tell me, it's that difference. Yeah, uh, and 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 one, yeah, and very much when you lose the leg, it ain't ever growing back. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Did just a, a can I? There was a few. More personal things um, uh, around the actual shack itself. So one was uh, you always say it's it's not just a pa- podcast, and you know we, we want to be activists. We want to make maintain that. What's activism mean to you now? Oh, you, no, you, no, okay. no, 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 no. I want to be honest because you do very little when it comes to um, you know. I I would say, you know, angry tweets. Um, you, you never see at you at a protest. You know, you're just basically I'm only oh, kidding. Go on. I- 
yeah and i think that's it's a difference between you and i tony you i would have said you're an activist uh, but you are more broadcaster than an activist and i am certainly more an activist than i am a broadcaster and i'll pull my hand up and i'll say it for straight out i'm an activist first and foremost first and foremost and i think it's really important to be an activist i think we're born in a country where we have a right to speak up where i cannot be arrested where I cannot be thrown in jail for speaking up. And too many people are afraid to speak up. I am not afraid to speak up. I will always speak up. I don't care. I will do it. There's no, there's, there's no situation where I will not speak up. It doesn't exist. And yet, uh, you can talk about it that way. It doesn't actually happen unless you have the broadcasting platform. Um, I would have said that I've spent a lot of years on bogus self-employment and that the key change, um, yeah, I, I, I've fought a lot of battles uh, for a lot of people on it. And the key change was on the podcast, I can speak directly to listeners. I don't have to go through a journalist, an editor. Um, I don't have to. And I can I can actually say what I believe about it. You know, I, I you, can't, you know me. I'm going to say straight up fraud. It's hmm. utter fraud. I know, but but my point being that that that's the that's the issue, and that that doesn't work because if you tried to have a podcast every week about bogus self employment, I'd kill you. I know, and I know, and and and, and you, are, you are you are you are a uh, you are a one man crusader on, on, know, on the topic, you, and, and the you know, and we fight about it all the time. As the GDPR like, stuff is another stuff that I'm very active. Yeah, in. but it it all that all came from the same. It's that's one tributary of the same river. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Once you once you see the actually, it's a river of lies, and once you start seeing them, and you know how here he goes. Work, he, you know he's got a tweet later. River of lies, tributary, da 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 da, and he won't credit me. <laughs> yeah, so I do see that as a difference, and and that is the difference between this podcast and. A lot of people are out there just talking heads, Tony. I'm not a talking head. I'm in the WRC. I'm in committees. I, I actively fight for people. I actively go out and do, you might not see me at every protest, and you've known this, this last 18 months, I've spent an awful lot of time, like even here doing this podcast. I'm lying down doing it because I just can't stand up. My health is just crap. But it doesn't stop me doing all the other stuff I, I do. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy what I do. I enjoy going in and helping people in a situation where they cannot afford to pay for the help. Mm. Well, I would I would be saying that actually, country on one thing, uh, the CEDA vote would have taken place if it wasn't for the podcast. It would have taken place and we'd never, we've gotten to Patrick's actual absolutely, challenge. Absolutely. Because we held, I think we had to spend, what was an extra couple of hundred quid because so many people attended the Zoom rally we put on on the, on the echo chamber. We had to literally increase our Zoom capacity. Uh, we had, we've, we've had, as I said, I referenced the Oscar Trainer site. I can reference so many of those little moments, those little wins, because we lose a lot more than we win, Martin. Let's tell the truth. We and I have a to lot say more that, than we win. That the 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 patrons that stick with us are more than just patrons. I oh, mean, yeah. it is more than just that. You are not just somebody who listens to a podcast and enjoys it. You're an active participant in what's discussed, how it's discussed, what direction we go. And you enable us to actually do the activism. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah, you know, the activism's really important. I mean, I can't think of any other it, podcast. Who, well, there isn't because there's a lot of there's a lot of what was the saying we said back six years ago? 
there's going to be a lot of Pepsi's coming along. We're going to we're still we were still Coke because and I know it's cheesy to say, but that was what we said back back six years ago when all of these we knew that there was no real left uh, broadcast now and there's some good people doing good work and not I'm not I'm not talking about them but they are the pretenders they are the afterwards they are the the follow-ups and you know like look a thousand episodes I don't think there's anybody within 800 episodes of us so yeah you know, I know you, you know <laughs> we covered the globe they, they... I'll tell the truth Tony says to me these guys are doing really well have a listen to this podcast and I listen to it and, and honestly after 10 minutes I'm turning off and come but Tony they're talking shite and I'm saying it, they're not they're not trying to make a difference. They're not the it's just there's, little, there's a, it's it's entertainment. It's not informative. It's not ah, it's not, not gonna fair. change anything. That's not fair. There's there's there is a, there's always there's always entertainment in it. A lot of it is uh, the, there was a teacher uh in one of the kids' schools that used to refer to people uh, reading for fun, right? It was this imagine this is misery gut saying um bubblegum for the brain. You know, like, uh, and there's a lot of bubble gum for the brain, and that's okay. That's all right. You, there, some of these people are in the entertainment business. We're not really in the entertainment. No, business. Look, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not very fucking entertaining. Full we, stop. We can be entertaining, uh, but it's not our ethos to make you laugh. No, we're not here to make you, and we're here to inform you, to let you know what's happening in Ireland, to give you the deeper dive on why stuff is happening, what you can do to change it how to be an activist, how to change it. Do you know, uh, oh, Sam sent in a thing obviously saying about uh, why did we take a chance on shrapnel? Uh, because it was, the, it was the smartest thing we could do. Like there's a there's an opportunity cause you knew, because Sam and Gareth had a vision, right? They knew what they wanted to do and we had the platform. Very That's little. Right. Like, yeah. this, we, we were, like you mentioned, we worked with the, the, the ladies from the Starlings on, on Conversatrans. It was absolutely brilliant. For, it was just so enjoyable. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I have that? The thing is, oh, worst moments and regrets, Martin. Well, you know me, I'm I'm not one for regrets, Tony. You do it, you do it, you move on. Um, we haven't killed anybody. We haven't particularly hurt anybody. Um, we've had some great conversations. We, we, we haven't particularly hurt anybody. So <laughs> <laughs> we haven't hurt anybody. I give a shit about. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, I mean. Like we, we had, do you remember that guy we threw into the back of the van? But he was all right afterwards. It was just right. right. Look, I suppose we've had some, we've had opposition TDs and spokespersons on uh, over, yeah. over over the time. Now, you know, we might get some some grief for not having enough on, but the ones we've had on didn't have anything particularly fucking interesting to say. There's the problem. Well, no, it is also, and there's nothing, there's not much in it for a lot of them as well, because they know they're coming into people who aren't going to actually let them talk down the clock. They can't, they can't, like if they go and do um, a radio show, there's going to be news traffic, news traffic and travel, a competition, a word from our sponsor and X, Y, and yeah. Z. Whereas we're going to let you talk for six or seven minutes and then we're going to say, okay, can you now answer the question that I asked yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Right, I, 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 kudos to anybody from, from government parties who has come on with us and has said, and that includes Brian Hayes. I mean, we had Brian Hayes in and we but, but on the, on the regrets, I'm more adamant that I, that there's no point in having regrets. You, 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 you. How's make an interview? You're going to have a few. No, 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 no. You're going to, yeah. 
you make your mistake, you take your learnings, you move on. Okay? I hate and that you, word. It doesn't matter. But that's because you don't learn. You're determined. Oh, I do. I just hate the word learnings and going forward and all that corporate speak. I hate it. I hate it. Because you genuinely, you've no idea, folks. He takes no feedback. He absolutely hates <laughs> feedback. Hates it. He, he, you could, he, he did, like, even if someone's telling that something went well, he hates it. But he particularly won't listen to anybody who says, you know, oh, we, we, this, this, that. But the same, you have to understand that as you do a thousand episodes, or like in my case, probably fucking two and a half thousand. Okay, like it's you're gonna have things in there where you're gonna have to say, oh, I need to, um, can't dwell on that. I need to understand no, what, no, what no, went wrong, can't. move on. Yeah, there's there's no question where the worst moments are, and I mean this genuine. The worst moments where where the is the grief that we've suffered over the over the last couple of years. You got a lot of grief. You no. got a lot of. Grief. I don't care about that grief. I'm talking about grief of losing colleagues, friends. Um, yeah, like that I, was, I couldn't that... give a shite. Like I mean, I get a lot of grief and still do. And we, I get solicitors' letters. You don't. They, they, it's no, my name on the publishing. Up, people no, but, have but it's, me grief. They don't have to give you grief on that because I hit publish, so it's on yeah. my head. Be it right. So, but that's okay. But you know, every Sunday morning, Don Foster used to come on the Sunday show and say hello from play for hello right. from Plague Island. Yeah, that's right, Don. She's you know, two, and she's nearly two years gone. She is nearly, and and. And I, I can't even bring myself to, to, to talk I, I suppose the older you get, the, the, the nature of losing people along the way is, is, it's difficult. It's difficult. And they do leave gaps. They leave huge gaps in your life. Like, I, you know, we've, I won't say we've been unfortunate in that sense. We've been, we've been blessed to be touched by people who are really special. And we were, where we were. And then when you lose them, you really feel it, and you really feel that they're not there anymore. Yeah, and um, and we can never fill the void. Left no, right. not at all. Not at all. Can't do it, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. This it's just counterproductive to try. And we're kind of a bit morose, Tony. Yeah, I didn't mean to be, but I mean we have to look. I'm going to say, Doctor Vicky Conway, it was such a loss, but she was also such a such a stalwart that she changed things for the better. I, I prefer and, to celebrate. Yeah, so, and that's and that's my point, Martin. Because and you know. Again, back to Sam's point about, you know, why did you take a chance on those lads? Vicky was here to talk to me and Mary McAuliffe about the uh, Fine Gael idea to commemorate the um, the RIC. And she said, I have an idea for a podcast. And I said, hang on, as soon as we're, as soon as we're finished here, we will discuss that. And over those months that that, that came, we did some great work with police, but we, we also helped change laws that will save lives because of the work she did and that that's irreplaceable and I wouldn't even begin to try I don't want to be all morose um, Tony I want to ask you a question and it's kind of like I find you the most unfunny person that has ever walked the planet and those yeah. jokes you pull up I'm like oh my god Tony I'm so embarrassed for you Yeah, but you have a real interest in comedy whereas my comedic interest is watching Leinster House I think that's the best comedy there is but you actually and you go out of your way yeah. to, to talk and find comedians and you'd say to me, this guy is absolutely brilliant. And you know, I've no sense of you, but no, 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 no sense and, of and, you. And, and, and I, like, you've never seen me more excited than when we had Big Dirty Fry out. Remember I had a barbecue on, it was a nice summer's day and he came over and we, he's all six foot four of them. And uh, I'm telling you, I said, 
I think at the time he had something like 600 followers on Twitter and he's now at like 150,000. Yeah, I get to, yeah. I know you, you spotted him really, really early. Really, really early. Yeah, but I kept saying, this guy's going to be huge. This guy's going to be huge. And then, you know, you're looking around and you're talking to these people and I was obsessed with uh, the the Killian Sunderman sketches. Eleanor Morton doing Craig, the the, the bloody uh, tour guide, the Scottish tour guide. And then like, you know, when I saw the lads, the exploding heads, I was like, this is just, these guys are amazing. Like, they're, uh, and, and Matt Green. And yeah, and you're right. I go out of my way, not just to, you know, consume all their stuff, but to actually going to talk to them. So when people say, you know, maybe when people say who your dream guests are and all, I get to talk to them because you know I do. Martin. I have a spiel. Like, I have this, like, I... You've never heard of me. I'm Tony Groves. I da da da. I've spoken to people like Troy McClure. <laughs> it's like yeah, you know. yeah. I, I like a, yeah. Again, it, Tony has strengths that I I certainly don't have. Approaching people, and I am just real blunt and real. Do you want to do a podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's not even that's not even a joke. No, no, no. That's a hundred percent. I remember we were running. I remember we were in town at at, at a at a march, and you literally said, "There's uh, there's such and such." And just ran up and went, "Hey, I'm Martin. Do you want to do a podcast?" <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like, oh man, you know, no, no. a bit of finesse. Work the room. No, like, like it's like the like the Christmas ones we did this year, right? There was a great conversation with you and your dad, right? Yeah, Lo- yeah, lovely yeah, conversation yeah. with you and your dad. It sparked all sorts of nostalgia for loads of people. Like, you know, you know how how much I back in the door. I'm like, I I went on the Talking Bollocks podcast and they asked me about my heroes, and this was very easy for me. My dad's my hero, you know, and yeah, all, yeah, but. But when it came to say, like you mentioned the Christmas thing, I wanted to treat myself. So what did I do? I managed to get David Gillick to come over and talk about running. You know, yes, it, you know. Yes. So it's, so it's that kind of um, it. It keeps like because you can't just talk politics all the time. You can't just talk. No, about... and I, I have to say, I, I really enjoyed those uh, conversations. I enjoyed those conversations. Mm. And and it's like when you get you get someone in and they tell you about, you know, the challenges for them creatively or, you know, what they're, what they're talking about, what they're doing. And even Martin, you know this as well. It's, and it is better in person because when it's in person, you may be having that cup of coffee beforehand and you're, you're, you're finding out about, you know, the, the, what's going on. In, and you can find out what's going on in some film studio. And you're like, oh, what really? Like, you know, and you're, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting the, they're spilling the tea as they say. But like, I love that stuff. Not so much. You know, like I, I could put that out, and no one could listen. I would not care. I've never, yeah. you know what I mean. I've, yeah. I, I went down, I went down to the car with David Gillick, and I just went. I said, "Well, that one, that's my Christmas present to me, David." He's looking at me like, "Going, you know, is this guy right? Is this guy mad?" And I went, "No, I loved it." And then, you know, yeah, no, there's so many little things like that, that it kind of gives you the. And I actually say, I have to say, a lot of times when it comes to the comedians, I think it's the fact that David O'Doherty sings the outro for the, for the podcast yeah, and the, opens the doors, you know? Like you cover the comedian, and you, and you do, because, it was, you know, comedy's kind of lost on me. You cover the comedians quite well. For the future, Tony, and for the future, like I would like to have more conver- I, I find uh, just ordinary people, normal people like and I consider myself one of them, um, have the most interesting stories. Do you know what kills me? And I mean this honestly. And I uh, and this is this isn't you now this is where we fight all the time. Is that I know I always say to you, your superpower is, is empathy and having those having those conversations with people. You're able to sit in a room. Like you should see we we're just saying about, you know, how I use the finesse to get people on. You should see Martin in a room like 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 
Professor Emeritus PJ Drudy um, probably struggled to step up those two or three steps. If you remember the day we had him on the I live do. show, but but if you asked him, if I, if if I was mean to you, Martin, he'd beat the head off me. Yeah, because because yeah. the warmth and when you have those conversations with people, it comes out all the time, and that's because I think there's this because there's this idea that you are a big meanie. You are a big, old man. Yeah, yeah, but you're yeah. not. Like there's this big soft section to you and when, you, when you're when you in those conversations it, it it's it's so there's a warmth to you that you don't like uh, always. You always. I'd say it's I suppose because of all the activist stuff I can't afford to be warm with that stuff and I just can't because if you're nice to people they will screw you over. <laughs> so you have to you have to be harsh and you have to be tough but that's yeah, but, not but, normally me. No, no but it's I'm saying I've like we like you know the, the some of the best moments where one of my favorite moments was the just and I have the picture it's you and Izzy Kamikaze sitting at my back garden yeah, yeah and and Izzy said will you bring the will you bring the mics down here I don't feel like going up into that room it's a lovely sunny day yeah, do, do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and, 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 and again Izzy is I remember, but you remember Izzy put the, the little gif up that she was coming in and it was her in high heels dragging an axe behind yeah. her her first yeah. time coming in, you know. Yeah. But I was looking forward to having Izzy as a guest and she was a really interesting guest. A really, look, really look interesting we've, we've guest. spoken to her several times and she's just, a, she genuinely, the the things like people say living legend too often, but she's a real living legend. Like she, she is. She's she she's a warrior a warrior of of many decades. But I just you know yeah absolutely and, and that's the it's those moments. So it's not it might not be the thing that happened in the podcast as I said so often. And I've had so many things that I loved in the podcast. But it's been those little those little interactions where you're just turning around and you're you're just having the crack like that. You know. I I'm gonna and it's kind of a a last question for me, Tony. How does how does your family view you doing podcasts, in particular your dad? Oh, well, first of all, you didn't know what they are, as you'd imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think one of the times, um, I think, and you know this, Martin, you kind of realized what I was doing when the uh, Hannah Salah, we were talking to her and the bombs went off. And, yes. that, went, and that went viral on WhatsApp because the, my dad's on the old WhatsApp with his mates. And he's like, oh, wait, that's my son. What's wh- Where'd you get that from? And he's like, and then it kind of like, oh, so that's what that is. I didn't know what that is. And, you know, and then and then we were, you're at things and I'm going, do you want to come along? And he's like, what do you mean come along? I said, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing the Sugar Club on, on Sunday night. And he's like, but oh, what are you doing? You're going to just sit on the stage and talk. Yeah, I'm going to sit. Don't need to sit. Don't. But and it's, it's not like he's always been supportive of all that, of everything I've done. I'd say he thought I had 10 heads when he when he realized I was going to go into it for to try and make a go of it as opposed yeah. to, you know, like stay in the bank and uh, be miserable. Like I, I genuinely was miserable, like absolutely miserable and knew it all along. But I just know that when when it comes to that sort of stuff, yes, he, he supports me. Does he really does he really uh, pay that much attention? Uh, if it's not on WhatsApp, probably not. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just grateful that it's only WhatsApp and not, not Facebook or anything like that, you know? So... Uh, because uh, there there is that element where you you meet you meet family members that you haven't seen in a while and they're telling you what they what they saw on Facebook and how uh, the Great Replacement Theory and uh, you remember yeah, how you... yeah 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 so, yeah so you need to back away from those ones but um no the, the the only other thing I'd say to you Martin is is, is thousand in um ups and downs lots of bumps in the road yeah 
huge resilience. That's the one thing we cannot be accused of not having. Um, we've slipped the noose several times when it came to trying to keep the keep the show on the road. That's still the truth, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, it's a constant. Let's be honest; it is yeah. a constant battle, constant. But what would you like? What would you like to see? What would you like to achieve out of it as we as we go forward into the next? And bear in mind, I would just. If you said to me, if I said to Tony, if you could do get one present, if I give one present to the podcast, what would you give it? And I mean this just for the podcast, if I can be selfish. The one present I'd ask that anybody could give us is a general election. <laughs> Please yeah. give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have what? to agree with you. Watch have us come to ag- have to agree with you. We we had a great general election, the last general election, yeah. and and I think that's really where we're at our absolute best. Now we come into our own when we had the the G in twenty twenty. We covered everything. Like we like we it's we kind of kicked off when we remember we interviewed every MEP candidate, mm-hmm. and obviously it there wasn't as much attention because it's a European Parliament. But we learned the ropes of getting everybody and covering. You know, do you again, Sorsha McHugh, just yeah. just it's like and again, it was just what a loss the politics. You know, but, well, uh, but when but, you th- when you think it, I suppose I suppose the one thing we've learned is that the best people are not in politics. Very, very <laughs> true. <laughs> but but how good? Like, do you remember when that was? It was Luke Ming Flanagan's uh, teenage daughter said to us um, that uh, she said, "There's a we we interviewed Luke in a hotel out on the Nice Road." Do you remember? Yeah, and and Luke said, "Oh, uh, the, I'm told there's this there's this uh, young woman out in out in Ackle, and she's supposed to be very good." So you know, and I was, and then, so we had, and then like it was two weeks later, she told Peter Casey where to go or something. On, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And all of a sudden, the whole world knew who she was. We were like, "Oh, we were like, oh, we interviewed her two weeks ago. She was that, <laughs> you know." So, but uh, you know, meeting people like that and 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 having the crack and enjoying it, but also then keeping those connections and being able to make those connections that's something that we've been able to do better than than a lot like you know where something is happening and they'll say you know how do we how do we get the change on that and you're like oh well I know the I know the I know the legal legal for that and I'm going well I know the 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 actual political buttons you need to push there like I I, I know you won't mind me saying it but like like Mick Finnegan's report came out last week and he was you know trying to get a bit of traction on something and I remember uh, texting a couple of uh, press offices. One of them came back to me, and the next day a question was asked in the doll for the first time, and it was put on the record because we were able to link two people together to to start that ball rolling. And all of a sudden, every TD, every party, then supported the St John's ambulance, uh, the call for 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 investigation, all of those things. But it's not that we were it's not, again it's not looking for kudos or anything. I just thought you get a buzz out of that when you see it. I, I tell you what, I, and it's funny, and particularly, and I, I don't presume Mick will mind me saying this. Mick's day felt like my day. I felt his way. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt it. I really deeply felt it for him, and I really, really pleased for him. And, and I know there's, there's a lot of nuances and a lot of stuff, but I, I was pleased. I was genuinely. Felt like it could have been, you know, my oh, so the, my the, achievement. He the, did just, really well. Like I was really involved in what he was doing, emotionally involved. Totally yeah, but emotionally but, involved. but but the picture I took of you in the hallway, the two of you hugging. It's a it's a powerful. Someone said ah, it's, it's genuine. No, but, like, but that's, that's how I feel. 
Yeah, but it was just such a. It was. I was glad. I, I was glad I was cheesy enough to snap it because you guys were just. You just. He came in the door and and the two. Of them and just, the first thing the I said. To, yeah. The first thing I said to him is to see the key lion diet is going great. Is yeah. hug. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the kind of that's the kind of things that we want to keep doing, to keep working on, keep helping, keep supporting, keep trying to raise things. And will we make more mistakes? No, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, yeah, we like all the, uh, all the time, and and yeah, is there a lot of black that comes with? Because you, you know, I wouldn't have said when we started we were public people, Martin, but we kind of are a little bit now, and that's I don't feel I don't feel like no, no, and and I got I I have the burden of having done that Claire Burns show. Yeah, yeah, no, I and I I prefer not to be. Yeah, a, a public person. I, I don't mind people knowing my voice, but in in genuine reality, people don't know a whole lot about. Do, 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 do many do many people um do many people that say to you though in the streets say to you look you know keep it up or um join that? Well, uh, look, Ashburn is is like a dead zone, you know. But if I go in around where you live, yes, people mm. will come up to me, and yes, in Ashburn, I'm just known as the local trot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, yeah, yeah. the local trot. I told you what, um, what uh, Paul Reynolds from RTE shouts at me when he cycles by. Don't no, I? no. It's just the every time, and he thinks this. He tells the same joke over and over. Paul, do you hear this? It's you got to stop. You got to get a new joke. And he shouts. He goes, "What time's the revolution, comrade?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, so, so so that's my reputation in the area. But but like yeah. There are people, and like, do you remember the day we were sitting? I had my bike, and we were leaning against it on, on O'Connell Ridge as the march was coming by. We we're trying to get a, a handle on the That's side, right. and right. the and, and the poor fella who was one of the stewards walked by and didn't realise he was singing to himself. And he saw us, he went Tony and Martin. I'm like, just say hello, you know. Just... Well, I I I'm gonna my last bit on it, Tony, is this last year 18 months my health has been so crass yeah that i haven't been able to engage as much or as often as i would like to do so i am hoping that you know that that gets rectified and then i'm back doing that volume of stuff that we were doing you know i like enjoying and, and you know i'm there's not every conversation I can do lying on my back constantly doesn't mind me doing lying on my back but there are guests where I'm not going to be lying on my back trying to interview them it's not no no and and your health has been yeah no it's it's it is like we as I said we we've had a lot of challenges and no one has had more challenges than you absolutely nobody has had more challenges than you the fact that you you keep going like are you obstinate are you resilient are you just an obnoxious bollocks it Not could just, be all three that is probably part of each yeah. one Tony yeah Bit and from column A B and C we and you know, it's no, it's, it's not new to tell you that you know we can tear strips off one another, but we do, and he won't like me saying it, but we do love one another, and I do love him. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, and I, like I, I give Tony leeway that nobody else gets, and and no, <laughs> doesn't that sound like how patronising is that now? Here we go. Yeah, well, you do, you do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I never want to. I never. You like we're, we're on. We're generally on the same track, and we're generally, but we are two very, very different people. Very, very different people. But you know, if if I argue with, what's the point of me arguing with Tony? Tony's the one I want. I'm going to, I got to, I got to have that last word where there was that. Um, my only good tweet that I got after the Claire Byrne thing, they said, "What was it? If you had to debate Tony Groves or fight with a bear, how would you fight the bear?" 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, it's only a thousand episodes, thousand and one coming up shortly. Look, all I can say is thanks very much for listening to us. Mm. That's it. Thank you very much for listening to us. And thank you even more so if you're a patron. And if you're not a patron, oh, come on, come on. It's about time now. Yeah, it's about time. But look, no, thank you. And that's completely the sentiment. Lots and lots and lots of gratitude here. Uh, all the way through. Thank you so much, folks. And you're right, we'll be back bloody soon because that 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 vote's going to be taking place, and you know we'll be back covering it. So we we never ever stop. Th- thanks again, folks, and we'll talk to you very very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Tony and Martin, Martin and Tony, speaking to interesting people only. It's the Echo Chamber podcast. Subscribe now on Patreon.